Hello, and welcome to a bonus episode of Whatever the Case. For those of you who don't know, my name is Alina Michelle, and I will be your host for this episode, as I am for pretty much all of them. Anyways, today I wanted to shoot or record this bonus episode to talk to you guys a bit about our mission. If you listen to the very first episode and you pretty much already know that our mission is to reduce the small business failure rate. So before we can get into what we're trying to fix, let's talk about the problem itself. In America, let's imagine for a second that 100 businesses are started today. Next year, of that 100 businesses, there will be 20 of them that close their doors. It's not horrible. It's not great either. In five years from today, there will be approximately 45 to 55 of those businesses closing their door. So we'll go on the low end of 45 from the very beginning We started with 100. Now we've lost a total of 45 businesses by year five. That leaves us with only 55 businesses remaining. And by the time we get to year 10, we're left with only 33 businesses. So out of 100 businesses that start up in 10 years, we're only going to have 33. And that's for various reasons. Um, in many cases, it, the business never should have been been started. There's money issues. There's a, a ton of different reasons. So one of the things that floats over all of the, the reasons of why businesses fail is a lack of resources, a lack of knowledge, and a lack of really knowing what it is that you're getting into, especially for those that fail within that first one to five years. Sometimes people get into business and there's literally no market for what it is that they're getting into business for because no one told them they should probably do a market analysis, that they need to understand who their target is before they even start the business, that they need to know who it is that they're marketing to. So they have absolutely no idea who they're marketing to. And then they have no idea of what they think is a great idea is going to be a great idea to those people in whom they are marketing to. So it's some of the very basics are being completely left out. And this is something that if you if you go through and you do a business plan in the very beginning, one of the things to do is a, a market analysis. What, that's something that's so important to getting started and something that should be started before the business is even started knowing what it is that your clients need so that you can be marketable to them another thing that is a a huge issue is not having enough capital we tend to have entrepreneurs who grossly underestimate how much money it takes for them to get started in the first place and that is like 
a recipe for a sinking ship. You have to know what your expenses might be and it's always best to go on the high end so that if it costs you a little bit less you can rejoice at the end of the year or the end of the quarter however you're looking at your your finances but to go into business without knowing what it's going to cost you is like shooting yourself in the foot you want to know what it's going to cost you and what it could potentially cost you. So you're not just looking at your monthly expenses, you're not looking at your annual, just your annual expenses, you're also looking at the what ifs. What if this doesn't work this way? What will we have to, what would we have to do in order to get it to work this way? And what if we have to spend more money in marketing in this month what are, what are some of the trends uh, financially in the industry in which we're getting into you have to to do your research on what it's going to cost more than likely there's another business that is already in your industry if not directly in your niche that you can look into and give get an idea of what it is that they're doing currently and and figuring out what your finances are likely to to look like. Another big, big issue is the team or lack there of a team. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the people that you hire on because there's a ton of businesses that are just run by one person from their home or what have you that are successful, but it's also the people that you network and you collaborate with doing your research on who those people are and how they're truly going to benefit your business and not jumping into collaborations that are more one-sided but something that is mutually beneficial it's really really important to know who is on your team and how they fit into your business and if it is a collaboration effort how you also fit into theirs so that that relationship is consistently flowing positively and you don't have to worry about it being broken and you having a gap gap in your business. Knowing that you have people that you can trust, that if you're away or you're not available, that business is still going to be handled in the way that you see fit and, and that fits within your vision. So the team that you have is super important, but even more important than the team is yourself and it is your mentality. And that kind of takes us back to um, episode four when I talked to you guys about uh, mindset. And if you're not in the right mindset to lead the team to do the things that need to be done, and you didn't do those, those those earlier mentioned things, you didn't check out your, your market first, you didn't find out who your audience was and understand what it was gonna cost for you to build the business and market it out, then you did yourself a huge disservice and you did your team a huge disservice because now you're working with, with broken parts and having to, excuse me, having to go back and and like almost redo things if you if you're lucky enough to catch the the issues another big issue is lack of resources and that goes into capital as well is there's there's money out there for small businesses i don't care where you get started um when you get started there are grants out there there are funding programs they have things like kickstarter and kiva and a number of different um, financial platforms that allow you to raise the funds needed for your business. There are various ways of 
of getting capital but if you don't know where to look then you're not going to find it if you don't know how to look for it or who to ask then you're not going to find it there are a ton of free tools and free resources out there for entrepreneurs to take advantage of but unfortunately many of us don't even know where to look or, or or how to find them or who to connect with to get access to them so there's a a very large gap in resources for those businesses that actually need it the the other thing that is a big issue and it's one that we look to solve actually with array is competition and that the way that marketing online pretty much goes now since most of the marketing is online is that the bigger businesses get all the attention right so if you're starting up a small business and there's a big business in your industry they're already crushing you like you you start at a disadvantage going up against a big business the other thing is if there's someone who's been in business longer than you in your same area or um targeting the same audience they're gonna be shown to to customers so much more than you are not just because of capital but because of the popularity in their name there's so many things that are going to go against a new small business from the very beginning that you have to to work against and that you have to kind of to fight so um, i'm not going to get into how array solves that right this second i just want to get through uh, the rest of the issues that we have uh, established here um, then the next thing is work ethic and that kind of goes back into the the team thing is your work ethic kind of underestimate I, I've talked to many entrepreneurs who completely underestimate how much work it takes to run a business it's not like having a job and I've seen memes especially on social media that talk about oh if you're gonna put in eight hours a day at this place you should be putting in eight hours a day for your business while I agree with that it is really bad to tell people this comparison or use this comparison because if you don't already have the right mind frame for it then you're going to be thinking that oh I'll just put eight hours in like I would going to a job and that's it and with a business that's not it you may be working behind the scenes at times of days in times and days excuse me that you you wouldn't have to worry about with a regular nine to five that nobody sees there's a lot of work that's not getting done in front of people and it's not just an eight hour day there's going to be odd hours there's going to be random times that you you remember to do something in europe at two o'clock in the morning working on it there may be some sleepless nights depending on what all needs to be done for your business but you have to be willing and dedicated to putting in that amount of effort to get the results of reaching that 10 years of success and sometimes that comes with training and development but we'll we'll get into to that a little bit later too and then there's your pricing i don't care if you are a product or a service business it doesn't matter if you're b2b b2c it really doesn't matter pricing to profit is so very important because when you're pricing your product or your service 
you have to incorporate those expenses that we talked about a little bit earlier. And this is where many people fail. And I will admit that I was one of those people in my first business where I failed to fully um, look at all of the aspects of my business when I was pricing my products. And it helped me because now with a service business, I understand everything that goes into the pricing of your service or your product or whatever it is that you're selling. You have to understand what all goes into it. So a portion of your marketing, um, what annual or even monthly subscriptions your business has for different services that are being outsourced, um, the cost to create the product, the time that goes into it. Because see, if you price your products, let's say you start off by yourself and you price your products just solely off of the financial aspects um, of it, you're not going to profit. And or you're definitely not going to grow because once you hire someone, you have to pay someone for their time. So if you never incorporate it, the amount of time that it takes to produce the product or the service that you were selling and you never said, hey, I need to charge X amount of dollars for labor or for the time that it, it, it costs me, then when you hire someone, you're either going to have a price spike, which is going to turn customers away because they were they many of them may have been coming to you not just for your value, but also for the, the price reduction. And it's going to be quite confusing. So it makes it harder for you to scale your business when it comes to adding employees and such because you, you didn't take into account every single aspect, every cost. Time is money, just like money is money. So you have to understand that when you go into pricing um, what it is that you're selling. And many people fail at that because they're not educated on how to price a product. So those are some of the main reasons why small businesses fail and why out of 100 businesses, and just to keep the math simple, out of 100 businesses, only 33, give or take one or two, are going to still be standing after 10 years. For me, my business is like my baby. Not exactly, because I ha I literally have a baby, well, toddler now, but could you imagine if, if you're a parent or if you're just are into looking at statistics, could you imagine if our lifespan, the average human being, didn't make it past the age of 10? It's crazy. That's only 33 businesses surviving 10 years. And 10 years is not that long. It's one decade. It's really not that long of a time. So that's, to me... It's unnecessary. To me, it's preventable. I'm not saying that we would have a 100% success rate for businesses. I don't think that that's realistic because some things are just completely inevitable There's there, and there's nothing that you can do about it. I get that. But where we are now is not where we should be and even if that means that less small businesses are getting started because we're doing the research that would be better than having these businesses start up just to fail i would prefer personally and i think that there's many people out there that would agree with this i would prefer to have businesses not get started 
because they're not ready and they're not prepared for what's ahead than to to have them start just to fail. I would rather them put it off a year and get get more information and, and get access to more resources and have a mentor and have a and and have a a solid plan before getting started rather than jumping and getting started just to close their doors and now we have a good entrepreneur who is discouraged who is not going to try again in many cases some people will try again but in many cases that first closure is going to be discouraging and and turn them away from it i would rather have people who are willing and able to get their mindset um, wrapped around being an entrepreneur and get started than having a bunch of people who just heard it was a good idea and decided to just jump in business and see what happens and fail. The The goal is never to fail. No one gets into business with a goal to fail. But the problem is that we just don't have the right amount of resources readily available to entrepreneurs. Uh, we're not really spreading the knowledge as we should be and so our failure rate is really high so like i said in the beginning my mission is to solve these problems is to reduce the rate of businesses that are failing in the u.s and i'm doing it in a variety of different ways now case is fairly new so many of the things that i want to do we haven't done yet because it's it's not part of the initial plan we have some things that we need to get done first and we're as we work our way into getting everything done because i've looked at the business and i understand that financially speaking it would not make sense for us to do a few a few things right away and there are things that we're going to have to hold off on but some of the most important things at least to me has been in education for entrepreneurs and providing the proper resources and and getting entrepreneurs to stand aside from their competitors especially those in big business so first with our main site you can actually find a bunch of different small business resources right there you can also use a ray to find small business resources because there are a ton of b2b's that are listed currently so that's a great way for you to find um, people to outsource to different small business services that you can utilize in your own business and at the same time you'll be supporting another entrepreneur which is great um, but in the education portion of it me myself I am an accountability coach and I do focus particularly with mompreneurs but for case we developed the coaches circle which is coming in 2020 so it's not live yet but the reason why we developed the coaches circle which is directly attached to case academy which is a online school for entrepreneurs to learn personal and professional development because the two go hand in hand but the reason why we created the coach circle is because there's so much fluff out there in the educational side of entrepreneurship there's so so much motivation more more than education so that's why we developed the coach circle because entrepreneurs need to have someone when they're first starting out if they've never run a business before they need to have someone there to actually teach them different 
aspects of entrepreneurship and to get them ready for it even before they get started and then throughout the process especially in those first few years and some people find it very beneficial to have a coach throughout the entire span of of their business business life so we're removing the fluff the bs the the motivation because you can get motivated easily we we want you to be educated we want you to know what it is that you're setting out to do and how to do it and where to find the resources to do it so that's why we created the the coaches circle and the concept behind that is that as a client you find the right coach for you you find someone that can make things make sense for you because every coach is not good for every person everyone learns differently and it's important that the coach that you have is someone that can truly teach you and also for our coaches that you find clients that are good for you every client is not a client you should take it's just not and it's something that I had to learn but there is a power in saying no to a client it's hard sometimes especially as a struggling entrepreneur and you're just trying to make ends meet it's hard to say no to a client but sometimes it's best for you and that client so in the coaches circle the coaches are allowed to to accept or deny a client based on the profile because the client has to have a profile in order to to request help from from a coach and vice versa the client is is the one really searching and they can say oh no this coach isn't going to work for me um this one might work for me so i'm going to save save this coach oh this coach looks looks great and they're in my area so you can see different things about the coaches that will let you know whether or not they're a good fit for you and that's what's going to be really important that you have a good relationship with your coach or client depending on, on who you are so that's something that we've put in place to help um, entrepreneurs and then again attached to that is the case academy and the case academy is there to host all of the online courses that we have so those same coaches many of them are also course creators and so their courses are all available right there in the case academy and this platform is a part of of them being a part of the academy so i mean a part of the circle so when they post their course there when you pay for a course for a client that is their money 100% we don't take anything from it we're not looking to profit from the coaches teaching we want to really support the fact that they're actually going out there and teaching rather than being about the money when it comes to to the Kate's Academy now like I said earlier one of the issues is pricing to profit so we get our profits from other in from other avenues so don't think we we don't look at where we where we can profit but when it comes to the Academy that's something that's strictly for our coaches to profit is for them to make money on their on their expertise and the library as it grows will be available for anyone regardless if they're a part of a client of the circle or just someone who's looking to develop to choose a course that's fitting what they're looking to learn and and grow from so the reason why we focus on professional and personal development is because as i've mentioned in other other um, podcast episodes 
you have to have the right mindset. I uh, believe that was episode four. I think I said that earlier where we talked about mindset and that's a personal thing and it ties directly into professional. If you don't have your personal right, it does affect your business. It affects your, your professional side too. So we find it to be very important to have both of them worked on and that is why we do professional and personal. So that's the Coach's Circle and the Case Academy and how they play a part in us reducing the small business failure rate. And that's the educational side to it all. Also kind of tying into the educational side is our resource list. We developed a resource list in October of 2019 and that resource list went public already. So that's volume one. And we will be doing a refresher of that list every quarter. So at the end of every quarter, starting with the first quarter of 2020, because we're not going to update it until, so that's the end of March of 2020, we will have volume two available for you guys. And this is just to keep everything up to date so that you know what these different resources are. So if you're looking for an accountant, a bookkeeper, um, a graphic designer, a marketing manager, whatever it is that you're looking for, we're adding different types of B2B companies into the resource list. And the cool thing about that list is that it's going to be comprised, again, of small businesses. So while we're helping you as an entrepreneur to develop, we're also helping to keep those small businesses that are already in place to keep them alive by giving you resources that are small businesses. Now, there are some resources that will be in there, like many of our financial uh, resources may not be necessarily small businesses, but when it comes to like the services that your business will need, those will be um, definitely small businesses and, if, and anywhere where we can replace a big corporation to give you a small business alternative, we're, we're going to be doing that. So that's something that you'll find on our main site and probably uh, linked all over the place. That's one of the biggest things that we're doing is our resource list because again, Having a lack of resources and a lack of access to resources is one of the biggest things that causes failure. And um, the next thing is Array, which is our small business directory. And this is where we eliminate your competition. There are absolutely no big businesses on Array whatsoever. And if you've been to Array, then you've seen that we have three different plans there's um, the free forever free plan a paid plan and um, I'm sorry a plus paid paid plan I cannot talk and a pro paid plan too many P's maybe but um, the free plan is pretty basic it's just the basic details of what your business name is your logo your whatever image you decide to use and a description of your business as well as the location so where you are in the u.s and i strongly recommend that if you're a business owner in the u.s that you put the, at least the state um maybe even the city and state that you're in so that if there's someone that's local and they want to support a local small business then that, that makes it that much easier for them to figure out where you are in the u.s so the reason why Array is different and it actually helps when it comes to competition is that we don't 
market any of our plans any more than the other. And what I mean by that is regardless if you have the free forever plan, the plus plan, or the pro plan, your visibility on the site, it's going to be exactly the same. We don't give any extra visibility to a paid plan. What you get for paying for a plan is more details that you can add to your site, to your to your listing. So our free plan does not allow you to, to add a link back to your website. So if you have a website and you want to link back to it, you have to go into one of our paid plans. If you want to link to your social media accounts, you have to go to one of our paid plans. And these things do benefit you 100% because now someone can go beyond just looking at your listing to going to your website and getting and getting more information on your business. They, they can see, oh, you're on social media, they can go follow you and get updates on what it is that you're doing because you have the social media links. So there's definitely benefits to having the pay plan, however, as far as your visibility, you're not going to have this big business that's going to showcase over you. Um, you're not going to have the more popular business being shown more often. Anything that you decide to purchase to add, like if you if you want to add an advertise an advertisement, I said that kind of funny, but if you want to add an advertisement to Array, then that will show up as well just as equally as anyone else who is advertising on array but you're not going to outshine another listing you're not going to outshine another another ad you can't put some level of bids in to make sure that your business is shown over someone or no one can uh, no one can outbid you either the entire system is about equality and making sure that every single time that website is loaded somewhere it's shuffling around equally each and every listing each and every um, ad the only thing that makes a difference is by location if someone is searching array and they allow us to see their location they will see businesses that are nearby to them first that is the only thing that changes, but it has nothing to do with your status, the size of your business, your popularity or anything like that. And that only happens for people who are looking for businesses in their area and allow us to have access to their location. So we're eliminating the idea of competition in that light, but there is always competition. So we don't want you to think that you don't have competitors because regardless of what platform you're on you will have competitors you will want to make sure that your listing is attractive to your clients and that goes back into that market analysis where you want to know who you're who you're targeting what what they're looking for how you're solving a problem for them and if it's a problem that they really even need solving so those are all things that should go into your description as far as how you're thinking about wording and, and, and writing it. But those are the ways that we are currently working on reducing that small business rate is really through education, uh, proper resources and marketing. So that is what we are working on right now. And honestly, your support is the best thing ever. And I hope that you guys do even learn things from the different podcast episodes that I've uploaded. But that is our mission and that is what we're doing right now to help to get to a place where we can actually reduce that small business rate and and bring that number of 33 businesses in 10 years up. 
Um, so yeah, if you are looking to support that mission, then definitely check out our website, caseofficial.com. There you can have ac- you have access to all of our other sites, all of our other services, as well as access to the resources and our social media links too. So thank you so much for tuning in to this bonus episode. This one is really near and dear to my heart because I truly believe that we can reduce the small business failure rate and we can really educate our way to success. So thank you for tuning in. Again, my name is Alina Michelle, and this is the first bonus episode of Whatever the Case. Go out there and have a productive day. Bye.